you know, you want to make sure that you're building those relationships for the long term and not just having a one-sided approach. Mm -hmm. So learning the language, understanding the industry, putting yourself out there, attending RIA meetings, I think it's all extremely helpful, you know, especially trying to set yourself up for a position down the road. Hey, it's Matt, and this is Pass the Secret Sauce. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Pass the Secret Sauce. On today's episode, we have Brian Hastings, who is the founder of Capital REI, who is a real estate investment company located in Cincinnati, Ohio. Brian's newer to real estate investing. However, he's he's skipped right past uh, buying single family homes and has moved right into multifamily homes. So he has a number of different properties right now that he owns and operates himself. And he's had a great deal of success in doing so. So Brian tells his story about how and why he got started in this. And I thought it was really interesting that, again, he decided to take a bigger leap and jump into bigger properties. He's really driven, really ambitious. He actually confided in me. He's got some other great things coming up that we're not allowed to talk about quite yet. But he has a really, really interesting story. And I think that anyone who is thinking about getting involved in real estate, investing in real estate, would certainly learn from Brian's information here today. So I'm sure we'll be hearing more from Brian in the future. But until then, enjoy his episode here on Pass the Secret Sauce. Thank you for, for having me on. I really appreciate it. The dinner table for me, it was, I was a single mother. Uh, she was raising three kids by herself. I was raised by, let me rephrase that. I was raised by a single mother who was raising three, raising three kids by herself. So a lot of times, you know, the dinner table for us was having to figure it out on our own, right? So she was working, she was working sometimes two to three jobs. And, you know, my older sister was there to support and help us quite a bit. So I know that she, you know, cooked dinner for us two to three nights a week. Um, we did get to, you know, together as a family and, you know, had uh, different meals. Sometimes it was, you know, leftovers. Other times it was, you know, very low level food. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for that just because I think it, it's helped me grow into the person I am today. But there was a lot of challenges. I, I know that, you know, early on, you know, especially my mother, you know, being a single mom, there was time that she had, there were times where she had to make sacrifices and, you know, growing up in that household, it taught me a lot. So hopefully that, that answered your question as thorough as possible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And whereabouts in the country was that? Yeah. So we, I grew up from the age of three on uh, in Kansas city, Missouri. I was actually in a small town outside of Kansas city called Kearney, Missouri. It's about 20 miles North of there, you know, born and raised in that area, went to high school there and then came out toward, went to college in, in Lexington, Kentucky, UK, and then settled in Cincinnati since 2008, 2009 or so. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. I, I've uh, been down yeah. to Cincinnati quite a bit, and there's, there's nothing like the view driving north on 71, 71, right. 71 you know, coming into the city right at dusk. It's an amazing, amazing, <laughs> really is beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you said that you, you graduated college. Um, what, what, what happened? What did you do after you graduated college? Did you were you starting any companies, or did you start investing in in any real estate at that point? Or no, no, I hadn't. I, you know, my my real estate investing career just just started um, just started up over the past two years. 
Okay. And, you know, going back to 2008, 2009, you know, that was, you know, obviously with the, the crash and, and the crisis and whatever you want to call it, the Great Recession, that was a time where I got out of school. I had a, a master's degree in sports administration, and I thought all the jobs would line up for me because I had a master's degree. Mm-hmm. And that did not happen. <laughs> I find I found myself working a couple side jobs. I was living at home uh, back in Kansas City with my mom at that point. I was working at GNC, the supplement superstore, as well as working in the evenings as a server and bartender at Bonefish Grill. So here I am with a master's degree in 2008-2009, and here I'm serving tables and you know working odd hours at, at GNC. So that was kind of a little bit of a challenge. Then I, I took a leap of faith and, and got on with a company here in Cincinnati called uh, TQL. It's a logistics brokerage. And I had been with them for the next 10 years or so. You know, in that realm, I, you know, in that field, you know, I, I gained a lot of perspective and I you know, understood the logistics side of it. And then there towards the end, I, I started to learn a little bit more about the real, real estate investing side of it, where some friends of mine, that were investing in real estate. They were they were letting me look at you know some of the returns they were they were making and you know a couple of different advantages right and, and the, the reasons why we all get into uh, real estate the, the tenant buy down tax advantages and the ability for it to appreciate. So they were telling me about those things and then you know finally in the first part of 2019 I pulled the trigger and, and bought a a four unit building myself and you know currently a landlord for that building and and have a couple have a couple other people that, that work with me on the, the side as well. So yeah, to, you know, long story short there, you know, getting into the real estate side of it, it's only been uh, for about two years now, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I I've done a, a ton of research, did probably a year sitting on the sidelines, listening to the bigger pockets, Michael Blanc, you know, podcasts, going on the loop net, analyzing deals, talking to, to friends of mine, which, you know, originally got me into the idea or into the, the real estate investing space, trying to do as much research on that side. And then, you know, early last year, I finally pulled the trigger on a, uh, on a, on a building and, and have invested in a few more since then. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And, and what would you say yeah. going into real estate, what were some of your, your bigger questions that you you don't necessarily feel are that big of a deal anymore. You know, what, what were the biggest unknowns going into it that you've since sort of overcome, obviously, because you've, you've invested now? Yeah. So I think that, you know, just the challenge of anything that you're starting to do new, you don't really understand until you're in the middle of it or until you educate yourself on it. Right. So um, I don't think it's important or I don't think it's very smart to jump into anything you know, without doing your, your research or, or getting that knowledge. And I think that, you know, with the, the the knowledge side of it or understanding the terms and the language and understanding how to talk to different brokers and how to put yourself in a different position where it's a, you know, you want to make sure that you're building those relationships for the long term and not just having a one-sided approach. Hey, it's Matt. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I've been involved in the multifamily real estate realm for a while. It's something that I truly, truly enjoy, and I wanted you, my listeners, to be the first to know about something new coming out. We're calling it the MultiWiser Deal Room. It's a community of individuals just like you who want to get wise about multifamily real estate investing, developing, and even owning and managing your own complexes. 
You'll be able to network with people from all sections of the industry, from investors looking for deals, project managers looking for investors, real estate brokers, property management agencies, contractors, remodeling experts, finance growers, you name it, we're going to have it in the network. I've been at this for a while, and I know it takes a community to make just one of these projects happen. And the MultiWiser Deal Room is my attempt to shorten your learning curve and get you plugged into leading experts fast who can help you close your own deals. We start off with a video glossary of over 150 commonly used terms to increase your understanding and help you get moving. Also included in the community are training videos to help you be successful, like how to put together a pitch deck, build a team, and so much more. We're going to have live interactive Zoom calls where you can ask your questions and learn from people who are actually out there in the industry doing it. For more information, go to multiwiser.com. So learning the language, understanding the industry, putting yourself out there, attending RIA meetings, I think it's all extremely helpful, you know, especially trying to set yourself up for a position down the road. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. What are some of the terms that you typically would use or what, what comes to mind when you think of things that you typically would talk about in a, in a real estate investment setting? Sure. Yeah, so you know, a couple of them I have written down here, and it's um, the first one people kept talking to me about the pro forma, the pro forma, and I'm like, what, what is this? You know, and I think understanding the language and, and getting yourself used to using that language, that's a big one for me. And you know, getting that from the, the broker and asking, you know, how's the pro forma look? Can you send that over to me? How, you know, what, what kind of numbers do we need to crunch here? Also, the NOI, right, net operating income. That's one that is extremely important. And if you, know, if you want to invest in real estate, I think you need to make yourself uh, very familiar with that term as well. The, so the last one I was, was just, that. I was just going to say too, could you explain a little bit more about what, what NOI is and uh, what a pro forma is for the listeners? Yeah, so the pro forma is, is essentially the, the packet or the, the package that you receive from a, a commercial broker that gives you, you know, the demographics, the, the type of renters, the type of rents they're receiving today, kind of the projections on what the uh, multifamily facility could be when you purchase that. So I always tell people with the pro forma, you just make sure that you're doing your due diligence because obviously the, the commercial broker or the, the broker or the, the person that's giving that information, they want you to buy it. Therefore, you know, they might uh, loft the in their expectations, right? So making sure that you're doing that and not just taking it as is. The NOI, the net operating income, is you know your gross income from your from your your total amount of rents minus the mortgage payment, which some people might call a debt service, which always threw me for a loop early on. And you know I'm a debt service. What what is that, right? Essentially, it's it's the mortgage. And understanding you know that has to go into the NOI at the, the end of the day, and, and understanding what what expenses are in the apartment now, and how you can curb those, and how you can create more of a an appreciating asset for you and, and your partners in the future so yeah no that's great that's great so what are your next steps what are you looking at now what are you trying to learn or what are you what are you hoping to achieve in the next year or two yeah so you know some of the goals that I have down I, I would love to you know I, I currently I'm in you know four different apartment deals or, you know, just have invested passively or actively in four of those deals, I would love to get to 10 
with, you know, by the end of the year. I know that for, for me, another goal that I have is to, you know, as far as my goals or what do I want to do in the next couple of years, I, I haven't, you know, actively in the past several months, I haven't been as active as I used to be on LoopNet and talking to commercial brokers, but I want to try to continue to, to build that network and continue to build the real estate side of it where doing business with people that you you know, know, like, and trust and have quality deals in the pipeline. And you can either, whether that's actively pursue them or be a, a funding partner, uh, that is, you know, what I want to achieve in the next year, two years from now. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, it, it's such a fun, it's such a fun business too. You know, when you get in and you get so to, to know these people and, you know, it's, it's, it's like a big puzzle. You're putting a big puzzle together and figuring out how, how to make it all work and make everybody happy. And there's always challenges mm-hmm. and all of that. So yeah, no, that's, that's great. Can you explain a little bit what your life looks like now compared to what it was like before you started investing in real estate? Are, are you, are you seeing a lot of benefits from the investments that you've made yet? Or you know, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, no, it's, you're absolutely right. And it's, you know, as far as the investments that I've made so far, it's it's definitely exceeded my expectations. Where the cash flow each and every month, I'm a pretty conservative guy. Me and my wife, we live pretty conservatively, so we're not going out there and and spending a ton of money. And we live on a, a specific budget each month. And you know, even having that little bit of cushion of you know that that cash flow each and every month, and with this the apartment complex that I actively manage, you know, we're we're seeing, uh, you know, cash flow right at like $350 per door, mm-hmm. right? So that's something that I never would have pictured. And I went into it and, you know, did my due diligence on the, the financial side of it where I was kind of, I was targeting about 200 bucks a door and this has exceeded that. That's so great. it's been great. It's given us the opportunity and, and especially for, for me and my wife, given us more confidence and courage to invest in the next property. Yeah, fantastic. And you're in a great market too. Cincinnati's uh, a great, great market. Are, are you looking at other any other markets at this point too? No, not right now. No, I, I would love the opportunity to to do that. You know, I just I haven't ventured outside of you know kind of my bubble yet. So yep. uh, I have a really good relationship with a commercial broker and a lender down here in Cincinnati, and they've kind of you know looped me in on a couple of deals that have been advantageous. Fantastic, fantastic. Brian, this has been great. If anybody is looking to learn a little bit more about you or looking to reach out to you, what would you say is the best way to, to be able to do that? Yeah, so it's, you know, they can, they can reach me via email. The email address that I have is, is capitalrealestate111 at gmail. And that is one that, you know, if you shoot me an email, I'd love to, to get back to you. And again, I'm always trying to network with the right type of people and you know, trying to, uh, you know, partner with, with future deals down the road. Fantastic. Fantastic. Brian, I, I think we should probably have you come back on again in the future. And I'd love to hear how you've grown maybe a year from now. I'd love to be sure. able to hear some of the, the next stories and see what else you've, uh, you've gotten into. So uh, yeah, that'd be great. Been, yeah. This has been fantastic. Thanks for being on the show. Of course. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.